I said, "Burr, it's cold in here. There must." Be some taros in the atmosphere. I said, "Burr, it's cold in Seattle, you guys." It's really chilly. It's July. Wait, what's a toro? Um, you're fucking kidding me with this. That you don't know this reference. I don't. <gasps> Is this from Mean Girls? No, it's on Bring. It's Bring It On. Oh, I don't know. Oh my I mean, god, that's so hurtful to me. Okay, I remember this scene. The one with. Kirsten Dunst, yes. right? And she's yes. a mean girl, white cheerleader. She wasn't that mean of a girl. She was like the head cheerleader. Yeah. She was just trying to make it. She was smart, you know. She was just trying to find that love with Jesse Bradford, but she fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen it, but I obviously haven't committed it to memory. I, that's hurtful to me. Oh, don't let it hurt um, your feelings. But they, they stole the cheaters from... The girls from the hood. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's the premise. Um, Including you know, that that amazing cheer. But I, I, I repeated that just to say that it's, it's July in Seattle. It's almost August. Yes, it is almost August. And it's freezing up in here. But last week, I was a melting mess. I was a wilty, powerless, overheated mess. Well, and starting tomorrow, it's going to get warm again. Yeah. So we just got to make it through today. I have to get through <laughs> August and I'll be okay. <laughs> um, poor little Charlotte. They had sprinkler day at her daycare today. That sounds cute. But I think, I'm like, are they going to do it? It's chilly <gasps> oh, outside. Oh, that makes me Hopefully sad. Hopefully the sun comes out. By the way, this is Kai. And this is Allison. And you're listening to the gripe. Ah, you heard it here first. <laughs> All the gripes. Um, yeah, I want it to be hot on sprinkler day for the kids. I think the sun will come out and they'll do it this afternoon. I love to see like a little nugget train. You like that? I do. I think it's the. I just like am fascinated by like twenty little kids, like side by side. That you know, they have their buddy, walking in a straight line across the street. Yeah. I just want to scream my head off. It terrifies me a little bit. <laughs> it does. Because my mind because automatically they're gonna grow up to be goes to the worst. <laughs> I'm like, somebody could just like be looking at their phone and bam, it's over. That is done. True. Kids yeah. plowed. That's That's what I think of. That's a happy thought. I know. (laughs) The other day, um, I was on my daily pilgrimage to PCC, Uh and I saw the little kids on a rope at PCC. They had taken their field trip to PCC, and PCC gives out bananas and apples to kids. (gasps) They all had their little piece of fruit. I I love it. It was very cute. Have we talked about how I consider PCC... to be my charitable donation. I, you have said, I'm not, you said that to me. I'm not sure you've said it publicly. So PCC is the People's <laughs> Community Co-op, and it's like local farmers that sell their goods in a grocery tor- store type setting. It's a little bougie. Oh, it's 100% bougie, mm-hmm. but little, I'm into it. It's a little it. expensive. Their coffee's cheap as, as hell, Yeah, their coffee, which I appreciate. Their medium roast that they grind or roast themselves, it's delicious. They have um, pizza by the slice. Which oh, were fans of. Yeah, that guy got mad at me. He did why? So we had a staff why? meeting. Yeah. You know the guy that's always at the, the pizza big tall stand? Guy? Yeah. Yeah. We had a staff meeting and I always provide lunch. And so one day I was like, I'm just gonna get nine slices of pizza. And I didn't call ahead. Uh-huh. And I just went down there and I was like, I'm gonna get nine pieces of pizza. And he got legit mad at me because I didn't call ahead. And I was like, Well, dude, what's the difference than if I just had nine people come down here and get oh, a piece that's of pizza? Was he upset because he has to, like, make another one fast? Yeah. Because he ran out. He's like, you're going to eat all my pizza. And I was like, well, somebody was going to. <laughs> That's true, though. 
Yeah, he needs to calm down a little bit. I was like, and then I was like, I looked at his name tag, and I was like, Chris, don't be mad. <laughs> and that didn't help. Oh, jeez. He didn't like that. It just went downhill. So he, I like that. He had gripes about me. very much. I wonder if he has his own podcast to talk about it. If not, we should give him the idea. Chris <laughs> at PCC in Fremont. That's awesome. But you know what? The point is to sell, sell the stuff, right? Yeah. And so that's what happened. He needs to calm down. Um, so I don't really think of, like, Alabama to be a place that serves up comedy. Okay. But some really funny shit happened in Alabama this past week. I am clueless. Oh, yeah. This is, you would never have heard of this. How did you hear about this? Aaron sent it to me. (laughs) Okay. All right. So this is in Montgomery. Yeah, Aaron's not here yet. Um, I feel like you're looking for him. All right. An Alabama minor league baseball team's plans for a millennial night, complete with participation ribbons and napping and selfie stations, has some people fuming. Okay. All right. So here is what the Montgomery Biscuits, this is like a minor league baseball team. Mm -hmm. This is what they tweeted out, their official Twitter account. They have the verified blue check. Mm -hmm. Want free things without doing much work? (sighs) Well, you're in luck. Riverwalk Stadium will be millennial-friendly on Saturday, July 21st. That's this coming Saturday, you guys. With a participation ribbon giveaway just for showing up. Oh, my Napping and selfie stations, along with lots of avocados. (laughs) Like, the biscuits are serving up comedy, and I am here for it. Well, of course the millennials are mad about it. Uh Uh-huh. So this is what one millennial tweeted, or rather they wrote on Facebook. Can we do a baby boomer night next where all of the tickets for the best seats are sold before the box office even opens and everyone else gets to pay three to five times the normal price for a lawn or outfield seat? Why are you mad, though? Be better than this biscuit baseball. This is insulting. So I don't understand how that's a diss. No, uh uh-uh. That was a... That didn't land. (laughs) That did not Sorry. Um, Okay. So then the biscuits, (laughs) they didn't walk back. Mm Mm-mm. They walked forward. They clapped back. Yeah, so they said, oh, offended? (laughs) Feel free to fight your battles in real life and visit us at Riverwalk Stadium. Any millennials that actually come by during office hours before next Saturday and submits a valid complaint in person to our Millennial Night Think Tank may get a free ticket or two. Oh, my. I mean, it's just all of the millennial stereotypes. (laughs) Like, bravo, Montgomery Biscuits. Bravo. I love it. That's funny. That's pretty funny. I think Aaron saw that on, like, LinkedIn, and he shared it with me. And I just got all the LOLs from it. Bama's serving up some comedy. I have lots of thoughts on millennials. However, we have just collectively decided not to do a millennial gripe, because we don't want to alienate anybody. (laughs) Our target audience. We don't want to alienate our fan base. (laughs) (laughs) But I just think... It's so generational that this happens. We're like, the generation that is up and coming always gets, you know, their teeth kicked in by the yeah the older generation. It just seems like <laughs> such a predict- predictable, uh, predictable cycle that, yeah. that happens. Um, I mean, there are people now, so y'all know, listeners, that I have... One daughter, <clears throat> I'm not having any more. So she's going to be an only child. She's got about working against her. <laughs> and there are people that I know that I don't want her to end up like that are also only children. Oh. And it's like very clear that their parents coddled them, 
told them they were amazing. Uh-huh. They think that they can get, you know, whatever they want without doing much work. Yes. Like entry level salaries as a 24 year old requesting 80K. I'm sorry, bitch, have a seat. <laughs> right. But at the same time, everything she does, I think is amazing. <laughs> but you're looking through your mom, mom goggles. Right. But how do I like temper that? I don't want to be a hard ass. Just, this is really Just hard. ask me. This is very challenging. Just ask me if you're oh being crazy. Oh my gosh. And I, I will tell just you. gave you a Charlotte story and you freaking screamed and threw your hands up in the air. Uh, you true. look at her through rose-colored glasses, too. Um, uh, I think you're right. Only because she loves you so much. <laughs> Every friend that I bring over to my house, she's like, um, do you know Kai? <laughs> and I'm like, why is he the base for all of my friends? Because I'm amazing. Do you know? Um, excuse me, do you know Kai, mommy's friend? <laughs> <laughs> He's my friend, too. <laughs> yeah. She said that before. Yeah. And I love that. <laughs> um... So I just wanted to start that off with a bang. I'm into it. Um, I have to revisit... Um, I'm scared. Our Thai boys, our Thai cave boys. Okay. So, recap, they got stuck in that cave. Yeah. Was it 11 of them? And a coach? Something like that. Yeah. They were from 11 to 16, okay. right? Sounds, Anyways. That sounds right. So they were rescued. They were hospitalized. They were all in good spirits. They love the World Cup. It's all good, right? Mm-hmm. So in the midst of all this happening, um, there was it was a, a bunch of people uh, that were trying to figure out how to create this rescue mission, right? Um, and so I think there were some British divers, Australian divers, some Thai divers, all that good stuff. So at one point, um, have you heard... The Elon Musk thing. Oh, okay. What is he even talking about? So Elon Musk, in the middle of all this, like, is trying to get some attention and say, hey, guys, I can help. I have these mini submarines that can rescue. sort of navigate through and rescue I'm really glad these, we're talking these about kids. Because I didn't know what happened. And um, so he was saying all this stuff and getting a lot of attention for it. And so one of the British divers, his name is Vern Unsworth. He was asked by a reporter, so what do you think of this whole Elon Musk trying to, to help um, on, on the Twitter and all that stuff? And so Vern was basically like, it's a distraction. Like, that's not going to work. Um, we have to put that aside. He's not even here. He has no idea like what these schematics of these caves looks like. And that was that, right? So that interview gets back to Elon Musk. Elon Musk... Who has a, apparently a huge ego. Right? He tweets and calls Vern a pedo. A pedo. That's not a term that you throw around lightly. No, and we're talking about also, like, this is a guy trying to rescue these kids. He's trying to help, yeah. Um, so he tweeted that to 22 million followers, and um, that's awful. That's stupid. He didn't back down. He got all this backlash. And, you know, people were saying, you know, that's not cool. Fuck you doing. And he doubled down. I was like, I bet your bottom dollar he is. Why? Exactly. What is the point of assassinating this guy's character? Totally. What's the, for no reason. Right. And so he gets back to Vern, and he's not having it. He's like, yeah, I might. 
I hope he does follows through with a lawsuit because it's fucking bullshit. So of course, it was deleted. Elon Musk deletes those tweets, and um, it took him a while, but he issued an apology. I saw that, that today. He was angry. He was done out of anger, even though he the Vern said something bad about him. It shouldn't, he shouldn't have said the thing about Vern. But he didn't say anything specifically bad about Elon Musk. Right. And in turn, Elon, which what kind of name is Elon? <laughs> Elon, like, truly went after his character in a, in a pretty vicious way. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. What a tool. I saw that uh, something else about old Elon, that he has donated millions to Republican super PACs. I saw that too, but I don't know how, how substantiated it's that is. It's not true. I'm not sure. We haven't snoped it. He could... But some, because someone said that they saw that, but they also wanted to make sure if he contributed to to the Democratic side as well, because that might have been a thing. He could have yeah. balanced that out. So I don't know. I, I did see the headline, but I wasn't going to go in on that, because I don't know anything about it. Once again, the gripes are not all the facts. Mm-hmm. Speaking of alternative facts, yeah. um, I wonder what Bob Mueller is up to these days. Are you wondering? Like, I wish that he would just come out and say hi. Like, <laughs> peek his little head outside of his investigation yeah. room and, like, just give us a little, little tidbit uh-huh. of things that we've that he's been working on. Yeah, what have you been up to behind the scenes there, well, old wizard? what is pretty fascinating is Friday he did do those, like, 13, 16 indictments of Russians and, like, very specific things they did to yeah. meddle in the election. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday, 45 comes out and basically sides with Russia over his own intelligence agencies. Now, this is a big freaking deal. People tell me. Yeah. It's hard for me to decipher anymore what is a big deal and what's not a because big deal. Because everything seems like a big deal. Yeah. But then everything, never, nothing it pans out. It just fizzles. Yeah. And, um... There's a podcast, you might have heard of it, called The Daily. It's not as big as The Gripe, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> called The Daily. I was listening to it yesterday. It's only 20 minutes it's long. Synopsis, it's like a synopsis of the news, the right? The news, yeah. yeah, from the New York Times. And a New York Times reporter was just talking about how Trump's supporters are going to stand by him no matter what. Which it doesn't matter. What's awesome to me is that like um, when he first came out and said... Um, he couldn't, like... He could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue. No, and he said something would. about... He couldn't see how it could be Russia. I don't see why it would be right. Russia. And then, and so that was that. And then his supporters, I'm sure, were like, yep, I agree with him. 24 hours later, he says, oh, I misspoke. I meant to say... I don't see why it wouldn't be Russia. Oh, it's a double negative. You might have heard of it. I just misused this double negative. First of all... And so his base, I'm sure, flipped with him. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, support of Russia among his base is up. That's awesome. And as somebody said, and again, this was in a, a newspaper article that I was reading... People, I think it was in the central part of Pennsylvania, have said, well, what's so wrong with election meddling? Are you (laughs) kidding me? This is the world we're living in. Our friend Elena that we hung out with, we're going to talk about a little bit more on Monday. She sent me a post saying um, something about, um, oh, a guy that has kids, that does not have kids. And he's like, I'm glad I don't have to explain Trump to my no kids. You saw that, Gary Gennetti. 
Um, I'm just glad that Charlotte's young enough that I don't have to explain this. This is an alternative reality that yes. we're living in. Yeah. People that are like, I, what's so wrong with election medals? <laughs> and just obviously to be clear, I think Russian people are fantastic and fine. This isn't, yeah. It's nothing sure. to do with Russian people, right? Um, I'm friends with Russians. Are you? I am. Um, I don't think I know any Russian people. So There's a lot of Russians in Seattle. About their... Microsoft. The sort of politics and that meddling it's not cute and um that's what that's about so anyway bob if you'd like to come out and say hi, hi. give us an update on what you're working on mm-hmm. i think a lot of us at least 50 percent of the country would be happy to kind of hear that we'll be waiting pretty patiently one of my yoga students yesterday was wearing a t-shirt that had the miller light logo on it and it said it's muller time uh-huh. have you seen that no that's hot though. i thought it was funny <laughs> um yeah um, I also want to revisit. I'm doing a lot of revisiting today. Whenever you say this, I get really nervous. Oh my god, relax. Scarlett Johansson, Scuttlebutt. Scar Jo. Um, so last week I talked about she took a role um, about uh, playing a trans person, female to male trans person, um, and she got a lot of backlash for it from the trans community. And so I was talking to a bunch of my friends trying to figure out why this whole thing didn't sit right with me um i don't think there's any clear winners or losers in this situation but i feel like right now there's a sense of trans visibility that is important um and one of my friends brought up the fact that well what about um you know straight people that have played gay characters or gay characters or gay people that have played straight roles it's acting right um he said what what about uh, uh cynthia nixon playing uh miranda hobbs you know um what about sean penn playing harvey milk and i was like oh yeah those are really good points um but scarlett johansson bat she is no longer playing this character she bowed out. Oh, really? I hadn't heard that. Um, and there's a part of me that thinks, you know, this came from the trans community, but are they hurting themselves by this, by doing this? Because, I mean, Scarlett Johansson is going to push that film just with her name, right? Whereas, who are, are they going? Who are we going to get to play this role now? Right. Like, does it need to be gender aligned? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, are people going to go out and see this? Um, and an argument that someone made with me is like, well, they're not doing it to further the cause to mainstream. Like, that's not the point of what they want to do. It's like, okay, I get that. But at the same time, is this movie going to be made? And what actor are they going to get to play this role? I'm surprised that she backed out. Yeah. And again, this is all very intersectional, right? Because I feel like as a woman, she has every right in the world to further her artistic expression and and take whatever role she wants to. Um, unless, of course, she's playing a black character or an Asian character. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that. Yeah. And I don't know why that distinction is very clear to me, but this, the gender one isn't clear to me. Mm-hmm. It's still fuzzy. I think it's just because we're in this, you know, kind of transitional era right now, you know, where things are still muddy and we're not, and unclear. But if you have opinions on that, I am more than happy to to hear them. 
everyone. <laughs> yeah, me too. You know? But yeah, she did back out of that role. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. Um, anything else you'd like to revisit? Um, I think that's all I've got. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, uh, got a bone to pick. Oh, great. Not <laughs> are you, nervous. Are you nervous <laughs> now? No. With what? So. I don't know what's ever going to come out of your mouth, and that makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, our friend, Gripe listener, Elena, came to town. Yes. She had business to do in she Seattle. Did. So she got into town on Monday. It's always really fun when she gets to come. And this is somebody that Kai and I both know from our days at Core Power Yoga. And um, so she comes and she asks if she gets to have dinner with us, which of course we oblige. Mm-hmm. So we go out on Monday night to a really good sushi restaurant. It was so good. I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, in downtown Seattle called Hapanessa on First. Is that how you say it? Oh. Yeah. It looks like Japanese. Because they do the hap because it's also like some sort of fusion. That's cute. Yeah. It is very fusion-y. Yes. And um, so it was the three of us. We're having a good time. We're outside having a drink. All of a sudden, somebody comes up to Kai <laughs> and he's like, um, is your name Kai? <laughs> and I was like, here we go. <laughs> and this dude was like, oh, I used to take your class and blah, 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 blah. And and Elena looked at me and she was like, I didn't realize we were with a celebrity. So like my eyes were already hurting from rolling and then she said that and it made it even worse. You're hating on me. I love it. I am hating on you. So then the, the fan goes away and then we return to normal, somewhat normalcy. <laughs> then it's our turn to go be seated at our table and we go inside. And then somebody else says, oh, hi, Kai. Oh, how's it going? I'm missing you. It's so-and-so-and-so. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, listen, you guys, I am not meant to be in the shadow of Kai Trent. No, that's why you stand next to me, girl. <laughs> I need my own fans. Guys, if you ever see me in public and you're afraid to talk to me. Make a big deal about it, you guys. <laughs> she wants the attention. <laughs> I really do. I need it. And so then Elena, of course. But only do it if she's with other people. We have, the witnesses need to be there. Because if nobody sees it, it, it doesn't, doesn't happen. Exactly. <laughs> so how did that make you feel, being out at a hip, happening oh restaurant, Stop. being stopped on the street, mid-sushi bite? <laughs> I know these folks, you know. It's not randos. Um, The first guy was a little random. A little bit, but it's okay. But whatever. It's fine. How am I supposed to feel about it? (laughs) I don't know. It's fun, right? Is it fun? I mean, there are times where I don't, I literally don't know the person. I cannot recall them, but I assume it's from yoga. Well, and like, good on them for coming up to you and saying something, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's always nice. I mean, I know you're like a... No, I'm not. You're like a G-list. <laughs> okay, that's legit. I'll take that. Okay, A-list celebrity. Would you ever... Like, if it was somebody... If it was Janet Jackson or Paula yes. Abdul... And oh, my God. Why Paula? You love Paula. I do. I do not. I used to. And if you saw them at Happiness, uh-huh. would you go up and say something? I would not. You wouldn't? Oh, no. Uh-uh. See, I struggle with that because y'all know how much I love Eddie better. If I'm, if, if we're sitting someplace, if everyone's sitting, I'm not gonna walk across the room. But if it's like an art opening and we're standing and you can mill around, yes, I would do that. Okay. Do you know what I mean? 
Sure. Like if she was like in line waiting for popcorn and Jan- it, was Jan- it was Janet. And they were going to go see a movie. Exactly. And I'm standing. Yes. That's Paul Abdul and Janet Jackson no, no, together. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be cute. <laughs> um, then, yeah. If, I'm, if we're mobile, if we're all mobile, yes. But if she's a sitting duck, that's not cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and like you, she's kind of trapped there. That's not, that's not okay. I like that distinction. Yeah. There's boundaries, you guys. I think about this because I actually have opportunities to run into Eddie Vedder since he lives in the area. Mm-hmm. And he's the only person where I would feel like... A fangirl? If I didn't say something to You'd him, take yourself I would bed. regret it. Uh. And, mind you, I would be freaking scared out of my pants to go up and say something Yeah, to him. but if he's sitting at a restaurant, don't do don't it. Don't do it. No. Uh, but if you're, like, at the mall... They're really frustrating at the mall. Remember when we saw Dave Matthews? And that's why I brought that up. <laughs> you guys. We saw Dave Matthews at University Village, which is a nice... Outdoor mall. Outdoor shopping mall here in Seattle. And Kai and I were both so excited. Now... But it didn't register with me because I didn't know who that person was. We just made eye contact, right? Like prolonged eye contact with yeah. you. Again, you. <laughs> Again, I'm standing in the shadows. I'm the exotic other, that's why. I don't know. <laughs> but then we were both so excited. Now, I enjoy Dave Matthews. You don't. I know. I, I don't dislike him. I know people that vehemently do not enjoy Dave Matthews. I mean, it's just feel-good music. Yeah. But it was funny because you're like, oh, that's Dave Matthews. <laughs> and I had no idea. And then I was like, oh my God, you're right. That was him. <laughs> Then we're about like texting. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was fun. <laughs> so, some things that happened over the course of our evening dining out with Elena is what prompted today's topic. Oh, it sure did. Which is just overall the service industry. Service industry gripes. Yes. So before we get into it. What have been your service industries that you've participated in, like job wise? Um, I've. My first job, uh, I worked in retail. Um, it was like a tiny little stint. It was a place called Signal. That was like um, they saw they sold clubware. Uh, it was a little fancier than clubware. So they had the same. They were owned by the same parent company, and this is like the more. It was hip, but it was a little more conservative. Mm-hmm. Whereas Merry-Go-Round um, was like the more contemporary clothes clothing, you know, at at the time. Um, So this is a little bit more higher-end, upscale, conservative. I can't even see you working in retail. I would just go there all the time. And one day, um, they're like, you're in here every week. You should just work here. (laughs) And I was like, I think you're right. Like, if you're going to hang out here, you might as well get paid for it. Yeah. And so this is a time in my life, too, when um, I would get dressed up to go to the mall like, literally dressed up. I remember, like, wearing, um, like, his blue velvety pants and my my vest, my blue vest. And I would be incensed if um, someone didn't approach me and ask if I needed help. That's, like, my only goal is to get, get people to help me <laughs> in a retail store. Really? I had nothing better to do with You wanted life. people to help you? Hi, can I help you today? What, what are you looking for? What do you need? Interesting. It made me feel important. I didn't know this about you. Oh, my God. That's just like a different me, you know, yeah. back in my early 20s. So you did retail for a little bit. I did, and then I also worked at a coffee shop. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was my first Glory Jeans. Uh-huh. And then I worked at Bath and Body Works at the mall. <laughs> so you smelled really good. Smelled all like time. Juniper Breeze <laughs> and Freesia. And then also uh, Manhattan Bagel, which is, then you know, this is the 90s. Mm-hmm. People were like slanging bagels all day long. Yeah. Could yeah. use a good bagel right now. Yeah, should we gripe about how there's no good bagel places in Seattle? No, there's Altana, but those are so weird. Yeah, they're disgusting. They're tiny. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're not good. No. And they're chewy. I need a nice fluffy bagel. A fluffy. I like a little chew on mine. Mm-hmm. What's the, the best bagel place you've ever been to? Ever. Oh, man. I'm not going to be able to say that oh, offhand. Can, oh, you can't. Because there's a place in Minnesota called Brugger's. Oh, which, yeah. That's a chain. Yeah. I've had that before. I think it's it's good. Mm-hmm. Einstein Brothers I've had. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I can't say. So, I mean, my experience in the service... Oh, and then I worked at Lululemon for a long time. Oh, yeah. Also uh, in the mall. Would you consider yoga a service industry thing, right? I mean, I consider myself to be in the service industry now. Oh, that's true. Like, you're still selling stuff to people, and you Providing have to, like, be on their, their good side. Yeah, but, like, sure, sure. for today's purposes, it's going to be more, like, bartending, yeah. waitressing. Mm-hmm. I'd say I did have some instances with people where they were rude to me and they talked down to me, but more often than not, people were nice. And I'd say mm-hmm. that's probably indicative of just the world in general. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to have your rotten apples, but... Oh, wait. I worked at Old Navy and Bed Bath & Beyond. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. It was awful. Yeah. yeah, Old Navy. That just place always looks like a shit show. I was desperate. I was a t- desperate 20-year-old. Yeah, you just needed that $8 an hour. I sure huh? did. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, should we talk about what happened the other night? I think we should. Let's open it up that Yeah, way. so... I didn't actually see it initially because my back was Your back turned. was to them. Yeah. Um, but there was a family behind us, behind me. A husband and wife, three kids. Yes. And um, you, I could tell you were, something was happening because <laughs> your eyes were diverted. <laughs> you guys, I have no game face. It's all like over my face and I really like to eavesdrop. Right. Well, so that, that was happening. I'm and observant. then there was a couple next to us that was giving a skank guy when they sat down. Yeah. Yeah. They were uh, mad because we were enjoying our lives. We were loud. And, were we? I mean... We were? You're saying we were loud? We were loud. Not we overly were. loud. The, the restaurant was loud, so yeah. I think we, we were just trying to hear each other. Anyways. So back to <laughs> the first family. Yes. Okay, this is... This looks like a nice uh, a nice family. They're clearly... Out of towners. Tourists. Yeah. <laughs> They're clearly tourists. What, what gives that away, though? Um, I don't know. You could just... I think... For me, it's like Happinessa is not a family restaurant. Right. And so, like, if you could look around and see that it was mostly couples, mm-hmm. um, people there on business. Adults. Yeah, adults on business. Yeah. It's uh, not like a kid place. No, it's yeah. not kid-friendly at all. So, and a sushi roll there, each roll is like... 20 bucks. $20. So I just want to like, I want to lay down all of the facts here. Like this is in the middle of downtown Seattle, sushi restaurant. It is not going to be cheap. So if you have five people going there Mm -hmm. and you know, kids are brats. Like I want this. I want this. I don't like that. Do the math. If you, and then everybody had drinks because I looked, um, their bill I think was $200. Uh That's what they said to each other. And so this is when I started to perk up and listen because I could tell that something was about to happen. And they were just like 
flabbergasted that their bill was that much. And tax is 10% here in Seattle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, right. Um, so they were having issue with the bill. And they were just looking at each other like, are you kidding me? Da-da-da-da. Then I heard the wife say to the husband, just don't leave a tip. And that's when I was yes, like. and that's when you told us. And I was like, what? Yeah, because. That's messed up. There's Because you didn't read a menu properly. Correct. And realize what you're ordering. Right. That's not the server's fault. Exactly. Because she's done a good job. Exactly. Well, she did an okay job. Right. We had to catch your eye a couple times. The service times. Was, was slow. Yeah. But we were in any rush. I mean, we were hungry, but we were in a rush. So that really didn't impact us. But yeah, whatever. But I guess the point is, if you have a bad experience, if the food is bad, whatever, you can't take it out, take it out on the server. Because that, that was not their fault. But even in this case, mm-hmm. the food wasn't bad. Right. They just are dumb. Right. And they're taking it out on the server. And that's not okay. No. Yeah. So let's say it was a $200 bill. You would traditionally leave like 40 bucks. So she's counting on that as like her wages for the evening. Right. And that just got slashed. Yeah. So they ended up talking to somebody that was not their server to complain. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, I don't think that anything happened. I mean, you can't just change the price of the bill because they don't like it. Did they try I want to know what happened with that. Yeah, I don't know. Because there was a conversation happening between between that person and the family. Just don't leave a tip. Just don't leave a tip. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, so they kind of screwed that server. If- I came up with a list of places that people can go that <laughs> oh aren't as expensive. <laughs> so if you're a tourist and you come to Seattle, okay. maybe don't go to a Hop boutique Nessa. sushi restaurant in the middle of downtown, but you could go to Red Robin, mm-hmm. Bottomless Fries. You can feed a family. So these, these are so these are legit suggestions. Yeah. I like that. I thought you were going to be facetious. Um, is Red Robin from Seattle? Yeah. I see. Okay. And there's one in the like touristy part so of So you're Seattle. supporting local, hey? Yep. You can go to Applebee's. <laughs> Everyone's favorite neighborhood restaurant. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can go to any clam chowder place that's along the I think Ivar's. Ivar's is really that's good. The bomb. McDonald's design is an option. There's one right <laughs> down by the pier. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Um, so those are only four I came up with. Okay. That's nice. <laughs> so good. You're of, welcome. Good, so good of you. <laughs> um, I think we might have talked about this before, but... Has there ever been a situation where you've not tipped the server? I've never just not tipped. Mm-hmm. I have tipped like 10% or 8% mm-hmm. on just really horrible service. Right. And one of the, um, I'll keep going and then I'll bring up what I was going to say. Because um, I was trying to think, maybe there was two times that I did not tip because the service was poor. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it had nothing to do with the food. But, um, but there was one time where we went and, um, my, my friend ordered a bread bowl salad from Perkins and with no cheese because she's a little crazy with her dairy. And so it came with cheese and she politely asked the server, oh, I ordered it without cheese. Can you, I can't have this. Can you send it back and get me another one without cheese? And um, for whatever reason, the server took that offensively. Like personally? She took it personally. And then the next time someone came to us, it was the manager. 
um, and said, oh, I'll be taking care of you for the rest of the time. And so, they have, so the server was still tapping other tables, just not us. <laughs> and we she were needs like, to get out of yeah, this Yeah, it was just very weird. And, um, and it was just, we felt terrible. Like, we were, we were pissed. Yeah. And, and uh, so that, that, that did not end well for her. So um, this was probably three months ago now. Aaron and I go out to lunch at a local Fremont restaurant. <laughs> and there's this one ah. server <laughs> that is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you go out to lunch... Wouldn't you agree? You're kind of on the clock. Sure. Like, you can't just take a leisurely lunch. Like, lunch needs to be, like, from drinks to the signing of the check, like, 45 minutes. Right. So then you can, and that's including, like, not including walk there time. I think anything you do around lunchtime, like, if you're going to work out at noon, Mm -hmm. that you got to be cognizant about the time. Yeah. You can't dilly dally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Aaron and I go, this place is not busy and, um, it's probably 15 minutes have passed. And I think the reason why I was so aware of the time is because we had an appointment Mm. at the office at whatever time. So we had to be back. And this this one woman is just not coming to get our order. She's not doing her job. So in that case, what do you do? You wave them over. You make eye contact contact Uh and you like ask them to come over. And mind you, we're like one of 10 people in the restaurant. Uh So she comes over and she is so hostile towards us. I almost didn't know what to do. And I'm not usually one at a loss for words. (laughs) So I just looked at her and I was like, okay. um, How was she hostile? She looked at us like, what the fuck do you want? Like it was, I mean, it was blatant. And I was just like, jeez. Yeah, I mean, I almost wanted to just get up and walk uh, out, but I was hungry and uh, I wanted my tacos too. Ooh, <laughs> I wonder what we were talking about. <laughs> They're so, good tacos. <laughs> they are. Right. And I also didn't want to like never be able to go back again. Right. Because she's the only one there. <laughs> so that's one of those instances where um, I was just like, okay, you're making me feel like I did something wrong. Right. That's not cool. But I'm not, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. And I'm not going to not leave a tip. But, but it's going to be around the 10% mark. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this new, not new, but I feel like the whole food delivery thing mm-hmm. is a big thing now, especially here in Seattle and probably everywhere in the, in the country. <clears throat> um, so when you put your order in, you can add a tip, Right. I have a problem with that because sometimes the stuff is late. Sometimes the driver is an idiot, right? There was one time I ordered um, from an Indian place and um, I leave instructions on how to access my building and Mm -hmm. have it delivered completely, right? So like 40 minutes after I place my order, I get a phone call and it's the driver and he's like, Hey, I'm downstairs. <laughs> I love you when you are an actor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay. He's like, um, can you come down and get your stuff? I was like, uh, no. Um, I left instructions on how to how to get how to get up here. He's like, 
you're not going to come down? <laughs> I was like, no. He's like, well, can you please come down? I was like, no. And so I hung up on him. <laughs> and then I was like, let's see where this goes. And so he called back. He's like, um, I have your food still. I was like, okay, thanks. And I hung up again. You are being so extra. And then he finally went to my call box, called, took the elevator, and delivered the food, right? So this is an instance where you've already tipped. I already tipped this fool. Okay. Okay. So you want him he to He needed him to complete his the mission. service. Yeah, he needed to complete the mission. You know what I'm saying? And um, so that was upsetting to me. That it took that much effort, so much effort, you guys, <laughs> to get this guy to, to do his job. Yeah. Right? There is a thing. I think Uber Eats does not deliver to your order. You have to go and meet them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think that. And that's fine. Like, if that's that's the rules, that's the rules. Um, so I was pissed. And I was like, he didn't even deserve what I, what, what I pre-tipped. So what was your face-to-face interaction with him like? It was then? very fast. I just bump, bump. Yep, uh-huh. exchange of goods, Bye. drug deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I struggle with using those um, food ordering services because it's just the fees. Mm-hmm. I only do the free ones. Okay. No, I never do. Yeah, I don't order if it's like Grubhub. They no, that's expensive. Yeah, they add like a lot of yeah. fees on there. There's some restaurants that there's uh, no fee, no minimum, or a minimum of, that's oh. reasonable. So those are the ones that, that I go to. You hear that, Grubhub? Mm-hmm. Your fees are too much for us. It is. Um, so yeah, that's the only time. I, I I feel like there's like you know a certain sect of young folks that have expendable cash that don't yeah. care about the fees. <laughs> that want to I'm not that itch. A Chipotle burrito and yeah, they're exactly. paying like $25 yeah, for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, service people... I do want you to know that, you know, I've got your back. We've got your back. Mm-hmm. That seems like a hustle and a grind yeah, to be sure. in that all day, every day. Right. And it's good money. Yes. That's why people are in it for so long. However, like, if you're having a bad day, <laughs> don't take that out on me. Yeah, you got to be an actress. <laughs> yes. I remember happening. when I was uh, slinging bagels at Manhattan Bagel, I would have to get there at like 5 a.m. in the morning sometimes because... That's, you know, that's yeah, the time. That's the time. <laughs> and my mom and dad would come in sometimes, and they would be like, you look pissed. Uh, and I didn't really understand why it mattered what my facial expression looked like. Yeah. You were paying me to serve you a bagel, and I was doing that. Mm-hmm. However, now I do get it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. a bad attitude really affects people. So there's a dumpling place that's next to mm-hmm. our yoga studio. We? And they're... Oh, my gosh. They're young kids. Are you going to talk about that girl? <laughs> They're young. I get it. They don't want to be there, but you have to pretend that you want to be there. Yeah, you have to fake it. You know what I mean? You just have to. Um, otherwise, <laughs> your food is not going to taste good. <laughs> like, it's part of the experience, right? Yeah. And so there was this one time where um, I was just in my little studio doing my thing. Just trying to teach you uh, The young lady that was working there uh, was actually just sitting at a high top. Head on the high top, just sleeping. And I just watched as customers came and kind of stood there. Like looked around. Looked around. They saw her, but she was like dead asleep. Please tell me you haven't seen her since then. Please I tell see me her all she the time. got fired. No, no, I see her all the time. Oh my God. And they just like walked out the door. <laughs> you, know? you hear that, guys? <laughs> Dumpling place in Fremont. <laughs> We're not going to say your name, but come on. No, we're not. Um, 
but it was just lost like, sales. I it, it was just f- so weird to like watch this thing happen, and I have no you know dog in that fight. So I was like, this is weird. There goes another customer. There goes another <laughs> one and another one. You know. Oh man, that's yeah, that's intense. it's a lot awkward. Yeah. Good help is so hard to find <laughs> these days. Um, has there's one industry. Let's see if you can guess. Mm-hmm. Where the customer service is just so consistently bad. I'll give you a hint, too. Where it seems like if you come into someone that's actually helpful, that is... That's a miracle. And that's, like, extremely great service. Yes. By comparison. So I'm going to give you a little hint. Uh-huh. Imagine walking up to a counter uh-huh. and the person just not even recognizing that you're there and staying at their computer typing. Mm-hmm. Is that enough of a hint? No. Airline. Oh, airline. I feel like all the people at the ticket counters, and especially the ones at the gate, mm. when you walk up there and you're trying to like get a seat assignment or a seat change or whatever, whatever, you can walk up and stand there for a solid two <laughs> to three minutes, which feels like an eternity when you're standing there trying to get help. Yes. And they will not look you in the eye. Uh, interesting. You, you not know that? Uh, no, because every time... I needed assistance at the gate. They've been pretty helpful. But also, I don't typically do the gate thing. I'm always trying to pre-board that shit. Like, I don't want to do it with any humans. If I can do it on my phone or computer. Like, (laughs) I'd rather do that than deal with with uh, With people in real life, IRL. Um, It's just easier, you know? Yeah. But I, I, I see how you could see that for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's been a couple times, especially when Aaron and I are traveling with Charlotte, and they we have our seats like all over the plane, right? And we need to like get together, yeah, consolidate your seats. I'm like, oh, if I could just get a helpful human, that'd be nice. Um, One of the things that I know restaurant folks hate very much is let's say that you close at nine p.m. And it's that goddamn group that comes at 8.58 thinking that they're just going to order their shit, take their time. That's got to be infuriating. Because you've cleaned, you know? At that point, you turn them away. Well, uh, you have to, like, collectively agree. When are you going to turn people away? Right. I would say that's the host deal, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to stop seating at 8.45 or 8.30 or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's always super awkward. So I was going to bring that up, too, because this happened recently um, at a winery in Woodinville uh-huh. where we had gone to pick up some wine, and the tasting room closed at 5 p.m., okay. and it's 4.50, uh-huh. and Aaron and I asked if we could do a tasting, uh-huh. and they, like, hemmed and hawed over it. Now, Ooh, all they have to awkward. do is, like, pour wine. It's, right. We're not ordering anything. And they're like, we'll do as many as we can, which is that's fine, a hundred percent fine. Yeah, but also, don't make me feel bad yeah, about it. Yeah, don't make a scene about it. Yeah. Either do it graciously, or say no. Because Politely. in my opinion, if and th- we weren't the only people to come in there, mm. that means you're closing too early. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like five p.m. on a summer Saturday. Yeah, that seems that's early. Yeah, because like. All of a sudden, you'll look up and it'll be 9 p.m., but you don't even realize it because it's still light outside here, you know? Yeah. So, but I also, on the flip side, when I was working at Lululemon, like, we would start closing 
at like eight o'clock and the store didn't close till nine. But we would be like sweeping. Yeah. We'd be like closing the cash registers sure, 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 so sure. we only had one open. I mean, <laughs> we were preparing. Yeah, right. Because we were ready to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel that. Yeah. Just be clear. Yeah. Right. I think that if you're a restaurant or a retailer, you have, you have to Collect, draw that line. Collective game plan. <laughs> <laughs> um. I have so many more on the restaurant thing, but I don't know if I want to get into them. I guess the only thing I want to bring up, one more thing, is um, the awkward moment when uh, the server takes the plates away too early. You're still eating. You're like, you're like, uh, no, I'm still working on I'm that. I'm gonna eat this half a sausage link <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> How about ask me? Yeah. That's Why are you rushing me out of here? Right. Yeah. It's it's not even time to. It's breakfast. <laughs> okay, you got dinner service still. <laughs> Full. <laughs> How about when the server's personality is just not jiving with your crew? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're trying to make jokes and, yeah. like, continue conversation when you're just, like... I feel like, I for me, it's this. more of a hovering issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just, like, looking down like, and, like, yeah. looking up at them out of the corner. You're like, oh, wait, are you still there? Exactly. <laughs> um, you were just here two minutes ago. Can I have some space? I didn't drink my whole glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you've heard of Cafe Gratitude? No. So Cafe Gratitude is a huge thing that's happening. I think California, mostly. Okay. Um, and every, like, bowl they have is called, like... Oh, yeah. You know... Okay, now I know. Happiness yeah. or zen or mindfulness, right? So I went there when I was uh, in San Diego last year. And um, it was... She just hovered so hard... She gave us no space, and I was like, "I will be gra- great. I will have some gratitude if you like walked away from me right now. It's just too much." Is it that the place where you, when you order you say, "I will"? Yeah, I, I am, or whatever. Yeah, Busy Phillips just did a story about this. What was she saying about it? Where you have to order that way, like that weird way. Like, <laughs> I am having a grateful or whatever the heck yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it's gimmicky. I mean, I, it was good food, but that's what matters. Then. Don't hover. Um, how did what did you feel about the reservation thing at Happinessa? I felt like we were waiting a little too long when when they called you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what's up with that? I know. See, the other weird thing is Wait, explain explain what we're talking about. Okay, so I we didn't have a reservation party three. They take my phone number. And then um, we go and sit at the bar, have a drink, and then they text me and say, you know, make your way to the host stand. Yeah. Make our way to the host stand, and then we wait an extra 10 minutes. Yes. This is when you got fangirled. Right. So you were loving it. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I'm like, if our table is ready, then why am I standing up here looking like a ding dong in the middle of the entryway? But even to simplify it, like if I made a reservation for seven and I get there, you know, at seven or before, and I have to wait 15 minutes. I don't understand when that happens because that happens all the time with reservations. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the reservation thing, that's kind of hard because you don't want to turn away tables, but like if somebody shows up an hour before your reservation. Well, that's not cool. You don't, yeah, don't show up an hour before. No, 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 no. I'm saying, let's say you and I have a reservation at seven o'clock. Yes. Oh, I see. And then another couple. Shows up at six. Right. 
So then we're going to have to go in later. Yeah, or you can say, well, I have a table open, but there's a re- reservation at in an hour. Yeah, and that's happened Can us. you, do you think you can finish it by then? And it's up to them. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we've been in that situation before. That. Yeah, like, oh yeah, it would be 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, only if they have good service. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what I else, Bill? I have... Um, Five more paragraphs. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of service industry stuff, um, let's talk about a massage place. Okay. Um, terrible service would be a very chatty masseuse. Oh yeah. Please don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I mean, talk to me and then shut up. Like talk to me and ask me what I need today. (laughs) Exactly. And that's it. Don't recap your day for me. Yeah. Um, Don't have a gurgling stomach. That's happened to me (laughs) one time. Yeah. It was very distracting. Right. Take a Rolaid. Also, you know when they ask about pressure? Like do you want it light, medium, hard? Um, When you ask for hard pressure or firm pressure and it doesn't happen, I'm like why am I here? Like, stop tickling me. Like, this is terrible. You know? Well, do you speak up? I do. You do? Okay. Yeah. Especially when they ask me at the beginning. Like, I like it very firm. So just crank on me. Right? It doesn't happen. Oh. Um, And then I want to talk about uh, salons. Oh. Um, There's one place that I would go to in San Diego um, where it was the hardest upsell every single time I'd go in there. Um, so, like, the person would do my hair, and they use certain products. And they want to sell you everything. But not that person. Like, the hostess, it was her job to collect the items, put them in a little basket, and say, so, today, Jonathan used this purple mist to, like, just give your hair a little more sparkle, a little more lift and sheen. Um, and then he finished it with, like, this da-da-da-da-da. And so, hard sell the product as you're sitting in the chair, and then you're like, mm, I'm good. Does it make you feel guilty when you say mm, that? No, it, it just it's just awkward. Yeah, you know. Um, Salons do that because the person that's cutting your hair will write down everything that they used, mm-hmm. take it to the checkout lady, and, and that's then... <laughs> that's their job to sell it from there. Yeah, interesting. I'm sure you, that happens to you way more, right? Yeah, but I'm a sucker and I end up buying the stuff. Do you? Yeah, that's I usually fun. buy. All my product from wherever Masumi is working. Mm, with. Your girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, tell me this, because mm-hmm. salon owners or people that do hair, uh, yes, 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 yes. they have question. gripes. Yes. Um, when people that are coming to get their hair done haven't washed their hair mm. and it's greasy or oily, okay, they want you to like not have dirty hair. But what about, because like there's some places that they'll wash your hair before they cut it mm-hmm. and then maybe rinse afterwards. Do, really? Do, do you think that bothers them then? I think they just think it's gross. Yeah. Because they're looking at some greasy hair while they're having their consultation. And I think that it depends because I used to go to a woman in Minneapolis who I would, I came once and I had just come from yoga. So my hair was super sweaty. And she said, oh, that's fine. You can, that's I'm just going to wash her yeah, hair Yeah, it's personal preference. So she doesn't care, right? Um, but the weird thing, so I've switched. Have you ever done this where you, you've switched stylists at, this, at a salon? I've never done that. I've done that twice. <laughs> um, and it was a little awkward. Yeah. I felt bad. 
but the other person cut my hair better. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> if I ever wanted to go to somebody else at the salon, I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> You'd have to find another I'd salon. I'd have to find another salon. Yeah, for sure. Um, one time I was stabbed in the eyebrow Ooh. by my, my stylist. It was like a person I, it was my first time there. And so she put the scissor in my eyebrow and like I, we were both shocked and she was so shocked that she paused before she pulled it out and it was like this weird moment she's like oh my god I'm so sorry that's crazy <laughs> it was a little crazy yeah. I've been nicked before <clears throat> because they like buzz my hairline because yeah. I have short hair mm-hmm. and I've definitely like you feel it been nicked yeah but I haven't been stabbed I was stabbed it was pretty awesome oh my gosh um but I have someone that I go to on the regular now for mm-hmm. the past several years. Yeah, I'd like, to hear, I'd like to hear feedback. If any hairstylists mind when your hair is dirty when you come sit mm-hmm. in a chair. Because I'm like, if I know I'm going to get a haircut, I don't want to do my hair before. Right. Exactly. That's like an extra labor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the hot towel thing? Have you ever had a hot towel on your face? It was so hot. That you wanted to scream. I think they just do that to guys. That happened to me once. I was like, oh my God, this is painful, but I can't say anything. Ripping it off. Also with hot water on my head. I like it hot usually, but sometimes it's like scalding hot. Um, it hasn't been in a long time, but. No, uh, it's usually chilly on my head. Oh, it is. I just leave. I don't say anything. And do you like it chilly or not? I mean, I'd rather it be warm, but... Um, they tell me it's better to like rinse it in chillier water. <laughs> That's what they tell you. Yeah. Those are all my gripes for today. I'm sure there's way more. Yeah. But we're gonna pause. I mean, service industry folks, we know it's hard out there. I don't want you to feel like we're hating on you. No. Everybody has a bad day. <laughs> um, I, I don't like that one server at the Fremont restaurant. Mm. So if you're listening. <laughs> Then eat it. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, you guys. And uh, hit us up on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast. Email us at thegripepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and that's it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. <gasps> Bye-bye. Bye.